Hey guys, welcome to episode 151 of SwiftCast. This is Ashley. Adam. Steph. And Ashley. And five of us, I feel like doesn't happen all that often, but we just had all of us last week for our special call-in episode. Yeah, that call-in episode was really fun. If you haven't listened to it, you should, because we love talking to fans, and we were celebrating our 150th episode and our three-year anniversary. Our third birthday. And it seemed like one of the big topics that everyone kept bringing up when they were calling is, is Taylor actually going to be on a break, and what can we expect like over the rest of this year? And, you know, we all gave our different opinions and everything, but I think Taylor made it pretty clear this week that a new era is upon us. Crystal clear. So, for anyone who may have missed it, though I honestly don't know how that would be possible, Taylor, well, first of all, I don't think we knew. Did any of you guys know that she was doing Vogue? This was a total surprise, I think, this article. It was. Yeah, because the Vogue writer actually attended Brittany Mac's wedding to write the story during that time. And I don't think anybody knew that. So that was in February. And we had no idea the story was in the works. And then this past Thursday, it came out. And the most interesting thing about it was that Taylor had a very interesting new hairstyle that I think we were very surprised by. Yeah, she bleached her hair for this photo shoot, but we thought maybe it was a wig because we had seen her out and about just last week with her normal hair color. So then when she went to Coachella the day after the Vogue photos were released, she did bleach her hair. So my my question is, did she do this photo shoot a while ago? then go back to her normal hair and then go back and bleach it again? Or did, had she just done the photos like right before the magazine came out? That's what I was confused about. I don't think it's possible that she could have done them because it would have had to be something like the day before because she was spotted out last week with people with her normal hair color. I don't think they could turn the photos around that quickly. So maybe the Vogue photo shoot was a wig then and then she just decided to make that her actual hair? Maybe. Or maybe they bleached it for Vogue and then she had her normal hair and then she bleached it again. I mean, I was kind of hoping that this was just, because for Coachella, a lot of it is about fashion, that maybe it was just a new look she was trying out for the weekend, but we're really going to have to see what happens. Yeah, as we record, this is the third night of Coachella, and so... By the time you hear this episode, we may know more about whether this hairstyle is sticking in terms of color. But as of today, we don't know whether she bleached it specifically for the Coachella weekend or whether she's going to make this a permanent change. I guess people's opinions on it are pretty split, but personally, this is definitely by far my least favorite hairstyle she has ever had. It's not my favorite. and. When I first saw the Vogue photos, in some of the photos, I thought it was hard to recognize her. Um, the black and white photo that she actually changed her Twitter icon to is my favorite photo, and it does look like her. I think that's 
what made people concerned that this is going to be her look for possibly the next two years is that she changed her Twitter icon, which she really hasn't done since basically 1989 era started. Exactly. Taylor doesn't really change her Twitter icon that much. But for this, she did change it. And she said that the Vogue photo shoot was her favorite shoot ever. She's done a lot of photo shoots. And there have been a lot of photo shoots where she had a particular look on that cover that didn't end up being her look that she would walk around with in everyday life. Right. But in 2012, Vogue was the shoot she did when she cut her hair to have bangs. So I felt like that was significant here. Also interesting was that the confirmation that we got that this was actually her hair and not just for the photo shoot was she posted a photo on Friday of her like looking at the camera with her hair and she captioned it Bleachella. So that made me think that maybe it was for Coachella, but we still don't know. Right. Hopefully we'll have more details this week. We'll see what happens. I guess it's not so much the color, though I don't really like the color. It's more so that, I guess, like sort of shaggy, like choppy haircut style, or at least the way she's been styling it over the weekend. That, though, could just be for Coachella. Maybe she'll change the style of it after this weekend, and it will just be the bleached blonde. But sort of like her old hair. I think it's exciting, though, that Taylor seems to be ringing in a new era. Yeah, I think so, too. And I seem to be of a differing opinion of a lot of you guys in that I'm not sure if I like the new color and the new style, if it is going to stick around for a while. Um, I don't mind it, and maybe it will grow on me, but as of this point, I don't mind it, and I'm excited that there is a change because I do think that like you guys mentioned, the changing of the Twitter icon, the changing of the hairstyle does signify a new chapter. So I feel like coming this fall, maybe she'll be on the same path that she has always been. I feel like most of her new looks have been sort of a gradual change over time. And I feel like this was very abrupt. I think that's why I'm having trouble with it. Well, she did chop it off back in February. And then we got used to that with a chopped look with her normal hair. And then she bleached it. So I don't know. I do think that her style has also gradually been changing. She's not wearing crop tops or rompers anymore. Seems more like a lot of black. A lot of, especially this weekend, festival kind of clothing. Lots of chokers. And I just want to comment on something I've been seeing on social media a lot. And that's that, you know, of course, anytime she does something, people are going to have differing opinions. And it seems like people are getting in a lot of arguments about this. And I think that, you know, we all support Taylor. Anytime you are a fan of someone, you're not going to love everything that they do. I mean, we all still love who she is as a person and that hasn't changed. It won't change. Right. It's just hair. It, it really has no impact at all. And it's not going to have any influence over the kind of music and the genius of her music. So it's not really a big concern, but I think people are allowed to say, this is not my favorite hairstyle. Uh, there's no need to cause arguments about it. I think that any change takes a while to get used to. And I mean, 
if she put out a bunch of merchandise tomorrow that was t-shirts with this new look and posters with this new look, I don't know that I would want them because I'm just not used to it yet. Yeah, even perfect example is when she did cut her hair after the Vogue shoot in 2012 and she no longer had curls and she had bangs. And for us, that was a huge change because we were people who have been fans of Taylor since the debut album had three albums with the same kind of hairstyle. So it did feel drastic. And for me, it took a little while to get used to. And then I loved it. And then when she cut her hair before 1989, I I think I immediately loved it. It just looked really good. Yeah. And I think that it's hard because of the fact that with these changes, it gets harder and harder to recognize her as the same person back from the curly hair days. It's just such a far departure. But the good thing is, that was 10 years ago, and she's growing up. It's not like she went from curly-haired Taylor to choppy-haired, bleached, blonde-haired Taylor. That is true. And I know that we are even saying weeks or months ago that we expected her to change it, but had no idea what that would be because she's kind of done a lot already. Exactly. I thought she was going to go with brown. I really did. Which would be my preference. Because I, I think I've said this a few times but i th- i could see her going more of like a rock pop album some people think maybe indie kind of a theme we have no idea this is all speculation but i thought something brown would look really good for that kind of theme but it will be interesting to see what kind of music coincides with this new look because the new look feels edgy to me Absolutely. And I think that she has gotten more and more comfortable with each album with being edgier, with not being as concerned about, you know, the occasional swear word maybe or about lyrics that are more mature. So I think it's a natural progression, even though it seems drastic, I guess. Right. And last week, Ashley, you mentioned that Taylor has never steered us wrong with her music and you trust in her instincts. And I think that's important to always remember. She knows what she's doing. Well, that kind of gives us a good segue into some of our older tweets because the very first one is one from this transitional time between eras. Yes, it was from April 11th of 2012. And it was a picture on Instagram of Taylor playing the guitar and having some headphones on. And the caption says, recording the next album. So happy. And I feel like at this time that Speak Now tour had just ended, like we were saying, it was very unusual for us to see her with this wavy-ish, but mostly straight hair with a ponytail and bangs. That was totally new. It was, because this was very shortly after the Vogue shoot. I think the Vogue magazine was in March. It's funny to see on that Instagram post how it says it was 209 weeks ago. That is a long time. It's a lot of weeks. (laughs) Our next one was on April 10th of 2013. Taylor says, Whoa, Miami, that was so much fun. After a week away, I'm so stoked to be back on the Red Tour. I miss the Red Tour. 
I wouldn't miss it as much if we had a tour DVD. That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) I was going through some things and I was just looking at my red tour lithograph, which if you guys remember is like the long horizontal one that has like the full shot of the whole band on the stage and the set list on it. Yeah, I love that photo. It made me very nostalgic. And the next one is from a couple days later, April 12th, 2013. Taylor said, best day ever. Disney with my friends. And that was with Ed and a lot of the band when they went to Disney World in between the tour. And the roller coaster photo with Ed when they were on the rock and roller coaster. He looks pretty chill considering... (laughs) Yeah, everybody else has their mouth open, and he's just kind of, like, giving a smile. That's such a fun picture. <laughs> yeah, that was just a fun photo. Well, speaking of Ed, a year later, on April 13th of 2014, Taylor tweeted, PROUD FRIEND ALERT, in all caps, and tagged Ed. And she included photos of them together on SNL. And again, this is so funny because this was April of 2014. So in between Red before 1989, she was just starting to go around with this shorter hair in the past couple of months. Right. We had only seen her short hair for about two months. And she kind of randomly just showed up on SNL that night. Yeah, she didn't really do anything other than being there to support Ed, right? Right. She wasn't in any skits or anything. No, I believe at the beginning of the show, she made that joke about how, was it maybe Seth Rogen was on? I can't remember. But she had this joke where it was something like, anytime a man's something or other, I appear. Because somebody said something like, why is Taylor Swift here? (laughs) Oh, during the monologue, right? Right, right. That was funny. And our last tweet was from April 15th of 2015. So just last year, Taylor tweeted, so excited to see my 1989 world tour mate, Sean Mendez's album, Handwritten, at number one on iTunes. I think he was a good choice as an opener for the 1989 world tour. He was. He kind of reminds me of Ed a little bit, which was nice. I actually just read an article this week about him on Rolling Stone's website and just how he progressed from being basically like an internet guy posting covers on YouTube to the star that he is now. It's pretty cool. So now it's time for Keeping Up with Swift, and we have a bunch of news items, including some exciting updates about the Billboard Awards. Yes, the Billboard Awards will be coming up on May 22nd, and Taylor has eight nominations, and those nominations are for artist, female artist, touring artist, Hot 100 Artist, Billboard 200 Artist, Billboard 200 Album, Radio Songs, and Social Media. Isn't it funny how Taylor just said she wasn't going to be at award shows for a while? And she probably had no idea she was going to get this many nominations for Billboards. I still could see her probably skipping it. Possibly. I could see her making a video that they play. It's just so many awards. It's just funny to think that 1989 was released so long ago at this point, and she still had eight nominations. It's pretty awesome. I know. 
a year and a half ago, and it's still getting so many nominations. And I feel like a lot of these award shows, obviously she deserves to win everything, and I think that they often give her tons because, or nominate her at least for tons, because they want her to come because they know that more people are going to tune in to watch to see her than like pretty much anyone else. Well, yeah, and speaking of that, BMI actually made an award called the Taylor Swift Award. This is the first ever Taylor Swift Award, obviously. It's going to be given at the BMI Pop Awards on May 10th, and this is huge. The only other time an award has been named after an artist was the Michael Jackson Award back in 1990, and... BMI had this to say. I really like this quote. It says, Taylor Swift has transformed pop culture through her songs, artistry, and indomitable spirit. She has had a profound impact, not only musically, but also through her personal conviction and commitment to create a standard that values and respects music for everyone. We felt it appropriate to award Taylor with an honor that is as unique and special as she is. Oh, that is a really nice quote. So that's really exciting. Taylor's going to have, even if she doesn't go to these shows, she'll be busy winning things. Although I cannot imagine she would not be present to accept an award named after her on May 10th. And for those of you who haven't gotten to see it yet, Taylor's new romantics video is now on Vivo. I was glad they put it on Vivo. Hopefully it will get a lot of views. In our next piece of news, Taylor and Lady Gaga have been voted as most influential American women by Time's 2016's 100 Reader Poll. It's pretty awesome. Taylor's been on this list a lot, hasn't she? She has been. I don't know if there's a difference between the Reader Poll and the actual list of Time 100, but she's been on the Time 100 list twice. That's cool. I feel like she should be the most and not just one of the most, though. Agreed. She should be the president. I mean, I say that every year, but I feel like if you're really talking like influential, like influential means like when you do something, other people are influenced by it. And I guess Lady Gaga is the same way, but Taylor just has so much influence over so many people, whether directly or indirectly, because she starts trends all the time. Not just people, but really the whole industry. I just always remember the article caption. Well, actually, it was on a magazine cover. Taylor Swift is the music industry. I think it was the Time magazine cover. Or no, that was the power of Taylor Swift. Never mind. This was a Bloomberg cover. I was just looking at that one today, the one where her face is the whole cover. Doesn't that one say She is. I think so, yeah. It says Taylor Swift is the music industry. Yeah, that's what I thought. I like that caption. That's why I remember it. I like that her face is filling up an entire page. And as we mentioned earlier, Taylor has been spotted over the weekend at the Coachella Music Festival in California. And she's been seen with some of her friends, including Martha Hunt, her brother Austin, Brittany Mack, Soraya, Lord, Camila Caballo, and Jack Antonoff. I like when Taylor hangs out with Lord. I still am hoping for a collaboration one day, which I feel like if Taylor's going for a dark, edgy sound, could really actually go with Lord's sound. 
Well, and given what she did for Trouble during tour, I think a lot of us felt like that had a Lord influence. So I could see her going that way. And Lord is, I guess, making new music, so maybe they'll work together. I hope so. That'd be cool. I guess she is too big to ever be an opener for Taylor, right? I think so. Probably. But Taylor makes the rules. I mean, Lord's not playing stadiums yet. She could do it. That would be awesome. I would have to like sell everything I own and just like drive around following that tour because that would be like <laughs> just a magical experience. I feel like. Well, anyway, our last piece of news is that Taylor this weekend also was seen attending her backup singer Elliot's wedding, and she's one of the new backup singers that came on the Red Tour and has become definitely a fixture in the band. Yeah, I just thought it was cool that Taylor took the time to fly to the wedding, and then she was back for night two of Coachella. She's just willing to go above and beyond for her friends. Yeah, it sounds like the wedding was in Texas, and she definitely didn't need to do that just to go to the wedding, go from all the way from California to Texas and back. But it just shows that she really does care about her dancers and her singers and her bandmates, and I'm glad that she went. And now we're going to move into the fashion segment, starting with some Coachella fashion. Yes, our piece of fashion this week is from Coachella, when Taylor was attending on April 16th, and she wore a shirt tail tee in Heather Gray, and it's by a brand called The Great, and it is $145. And with that, she wore a Versace gold medusa star necklace which is 575 dollars and then she was also wearing five star two distressed metallic canvas sneakers which are by the brand golden goose and those are 565 dollars and fashion is a big part of coachella always so i'm sure this outfit was very carefully picked out it looked good for the festival I think you have to have a certain look for going to Coachella, and it did work for this. Next week, we'll probably have a lot more from Coachella. I'm sure that by tomorrow, Monday morning, as of recording this, we'll see some pictures of Taylor at Calvin's set, and maybe it's some other things. And so for the rest of the episode, we really wanted to go back and talk more about this Vogue article, because it, as we said, it was very unexpected and a lot of really interesting tidbits of information came out from it, starting with the fact that none of us knew that, as we mentioned earlier, that her being a maid of honor at Brittany's wedding was a big part of this article and her basically her whole trip to Pennsylvania. Yeah, that was really cool. This reporter went with Taylor to Taylor's old house and the owners had no idea that she was going to be there. And Taylor, I guess, just rolled down the window and said, hey, I used to live here. <laughs> and that was cool. It was also cool. There was a little quote about how Andrea always wanted Taylor to ride horses. And Taylor said she did it. But then she finally confessed to her mom that she just really didn't like it. And then Taylor said something like, so I turned out to be a huge disappointment. And then. Andrea was really sarcastic and said something like, oh yeah, such a 
terrible disappointment to me that you're not riding horses competitively. <laughs> she was like, I got over the bitterness. <laughs> so can you imagine just being at your house? And in fact, the owners said that they didn't initially realize that Taylor lived there. I think they said some neighbors told them. No, actually a pizza man. Oh, that's right. A pizza man. The pizza man <laughs> told them. So can you imagine just being there and then Taylor just drives up? Yeah, she didn't give them any advance warning, it seemed like. I bet it was pretty interesting to be back where she grew up. And she even showed the reporter the Christmas tree farm. One of my favorite pieces of information that came out of this article was, and I guess this kind of tied in with Coachella coming up and the fact that Taylor is going to be hosting the Met Gala in May. And the reporter asked her if she would ever consider launching a fashion line, which I'm sure we've talked about on previous episodes. And she said, theoretically, yes, but I would want it to be something that was relatable and accessible and everyday. I don't see it being couture. I would want it to be reflective of my style. And a lot of things I wear are not highly expensive. And that's definitely true. I mean, for every high-end piece that she wears, the next day she'll be wearing something from Forever 21. So she definitely mixes it up a lot. For me, it just reminded me of those old sundresses that she had at Walmart <laughs> way back in the day. She's going to, like, make those black and, like, slash them up a bit and, like, coordinate <laughs> with a matching choker and then put them back at Walmart or Target. I never got to buy one, but they were really cute and affordable. I do believe her that she would, you know, really work very hard to, like, come up with something affordable because... She knows people look up to her and emulate her style, and she would want to do something that would be inclusive and not make people feel like they were trying to keep up with something they can't afford. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if she ever does anything like that. She's, like Ashley said, hosting the Met Gala, which is huge. So who knows what could happen in the future. And I just want to say, and I'm sorry if we're talking way too much about her hair, but I wonder these things. Like, I think back to past Met Galas and, you know, the gowns, and I think back to the year that Taylor went with Carly and everything, and I just can't imagine her in a ball gown with this haircut and hair style and bleach, and I don't know. I'm not sure. It has a different theme every year. Isn't that right? Yes. The theme of this year's Met Gala is, and I might say this wrong, Manus Ex Mahina, Fashion in an Age of Technology. Oh, wow. I think Taylor's hair could fit that. I think so. Maybe she'll be dressed as, like, a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, and I've never really followed the Met Gala that closely, and the most vivid memory of it that I have is just from when Taylor attended it with Carly, which I think was also when Meredith tried to destroy her dress. <laughs> That was one of my favorite dresses ever, too. That pink Oscar de la Renta gown. I think Taylor even said that was her favorite. I don't know if she said it was her favorite gown ever, or definitely her favorite Oscar de la Renta gown. But that theme sounds really interesting. That's hard to really even think about what people will wear. Did you guys have any other parts from this article that stuck out to you? Yeah, I did. I wanted to talk a little bit about the break and ask you guys your opinion on a question. 
So the reporter asked her what she's going to do with the rest of her life, basically just meaning, you know, what's coming up in the future for you. And she said, I have no idea. She said with a sigh that's more blissful than anxious. This is the first time in 10 years that I haven't known. I just decided that after the past year, with all of the unbelievable things that happened, I decided I was going to live my life a little bit without the pressure on myself to create something. And the author says, don't freak out because those who know her know that it's impossible for her to go on a break for too long. And then another quote she has, I'm always going to be writing songs, Swift says. The thing is, with me, I could very well come up with three things in the next two weeks and then jump back into the studio, and all of a sudden, the next record is started. That's an option, too. So I wanted to ask, based upon some of those older tweets that we read, how between Speak Now and Red, you know, we saw the Instagram post of her writing and recording a song for Red. And based on that last quote, do you think that she really has written zero or recorded zero of the next album no 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 no's all around (laughs) you know i think she might maybe not have the name for it maybe not have all the collaborations like planned out and not know exactly what it's going to be but i think it's taking shape yeah i think this past week has really made things clearer for me if you had asked me this question a week or two ago i maybe would have said I think she has an idea, but I don't know where she is. But based on everything that's happened this past week, I think she has a clear idea. And you can't fault her for this. First of all, this interview was back in February, so it's possible she didn't have a lot back then. And second of all, she can't tell people when the album's going to come up. We know that Taylor loves the element of surprise, and she's not just going to tell everybody, I'm releasing an album this fall. That would just take all the fun out of it. She likes to keep us guessing. So I just don't see that happening. And I think she's been writing throughout the past two years. It's not like she hasn't been writing anything at all. I don't think she could do that. Because that's how she copes with her life. It's by writing. What did you think, Adam? Um, I thought it was interesting because I also feel like there's probably, you know, maybe dozens of songs that have been written, especially since 1989 was finished. It was released in October of 2014, but I'm sure it was finished more in the summer. So we're going on two years now of no new songs. So I think there's definitely writing out there, maybe no recording, but definitely, definitely songs. I liked how, and I thought it was maybe a little bit of foreshadowing, but these quotes from Jack Antonoff, he said, Taylor not being creative is one of the last things I'd ever worry about. And then Lord also had a quote, and she said, Taylor will try to pick up some new skills, maybe take courses in something. She's a big fan of taking time off until about month two. And then (laughs) she gets this look in her eyes. And I know all the Dateline and frozen yogurt and mooching around is about to go out the window. And I I feel like that's just sort of foreshadowing. And I love that Jack and Lord were included because I love both of them. And like we said, it would be great if Taylor collaborated with Lord. 
I hope that this means maybe Taylor will continue working with Jack. And Taylor also said that she has a lot of short-term goals that she wants to achieve while she's on this break. And there were three of them that she listed. I wanted to know which you guys thought was the funniest or the best one that would apply to her. And the three things she wanted to accomplish were she wants to learn how to make a good drink. She wants to learn how to do CPR. And she wants to learn how to change a tire. (laughs) She actually mentioned a couple of those at the very end of the 1989 World Tour video. Sort of like a blooper reel. She didn't mention the changing a tire thing, though. I think that one's pretty funny. And a good skill. Along with CPR. I also think it would be funny to go order a drink from Bartender Taylor. (laughs) I wonder what she would make. I really do what her top choice would be to make for somebody. Well, it says in the article that at the wedding, she was drinking an old-fashioned. So another thing that she said that it always makes me happy when Taylor says something that's exactly what I think, because it makes me feel like we're on the same wavelength about things. And, of course, they brought up Kanye, and Taylor said, I think the world is so bored with the saga, I don't want to add anything to it, because then there's just more. And I think that is the perfect attitude for her to have. And he doesn't really deserve any time or attention or mentions in a Vogue article. Definitely. And she didn't even acknowledge in social media or in anything the swipe that he took at her in the lyric in his new song. Other than, of course, winning album of the year at the Grammys and giving that speech about empowerment. Yeah, I think we've all said this several times, but that speech at the Grammys was just the perfect ending to this, as Taylor calls it, saga. And I hope that she doesn't feel the need to address this any further and can just move on. And sort of on that note, they also brought up, you know, how do you deal with rumors? There's always new rumors being created about you no matter what you do, which is unfortunately true. But I liked what she said. She said, There are a lot of really easy ways to dispel rumors. If they say you're pregnant, all you have to do is continue to not be pregnant and not have a baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then if the rumor is that you have fake friendships, all you have to do is continue to be there for each other. And when we're all friends in 15 years and raising our kids together, maybe someone will look back and go, that was kind of ridiculous what we said about Taylor and her friends. I just think the sad thing is nobody's going to say that in 15 years. Yeah, people always want to be right. Right, and they'll come up with something else to talk about. Because if you, even if you look back five years ago, and this is mentioned in the interview, it was all about the men of Taylor Swift slideshows. And then she didn't date for a long time, and now she's in a long-term relationship. But people who made those comments would never admit that they were wrong. Of course not. They would still say she's had way too many boyfriends for how young she is, which is just crazy. So this was a great article. I feel like it gave us a lot of new insights into things that we don't often hear about. Yeah, even just some of the behind the scenes stuff on the wedding. I didn't know that Taylor, I guess, had a crush on Brittany's husband when she was in kindergarten or something. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah, it's always interesting to get these long articles in places 
like Rolling Stone and Vogue because they're very, very detailed. And especially in a time like this, when there is no new album news, it's good to have something to hold us over and to learn about. Yeah, I think we'll all be excited to buy this issue. It's for the May issue, so it really should be hitting newsstands pretty soon. I haven't seen it yet, but I would think it would be within this week or so. Yeah, we'll definitely have to keep an eye out for it. And it'll be interesting to see what, if any, little clues Taylor continues to give us, whether she Instagrams anything or if we start to hear anything from any of her collaborators or anything like that, we'll definitely have to pay very close attention. Yeah, the interesting thing, if you think back to 2014 with 1989, at the beginning of the year, at least in the winter of 2014, we knew that Taylor was working with people. Even on Valentine's Day, we knew she was working with Shellback and Martin. We knew she was working with Ryan Tedder. This time, we don't have any ideas about that. Nobody's said anything. In my opinion, it's just being kept secret right now, which is smart. And that's my hope as well. Not just my thinking, but also my hope. Um, So we'll see what happens. And just a few reminders for you guys before we wrap up. Please hit the subscribe button on iTunes and it will download the latest episode for you automatically each week. And if you liked this episode or past episodes, we'd really appreciate if you would go on iTunes and it lets you leave a review and it lets you give a rating. So if you give us a review and a five-star rating, it helps because it bumps us up in search results on iTunes so that other fans who are probably looking for information during the break too can find us more easily and discover our episodes. So if you could take a few minutes to do that, I know we would all really appreciate it. And also throughout the week, you should always keep in contact with us, and you can do so on our Twitter, SwiftCast13. We're on Tumblr, SwiftCast13.tumblr.com. We're at Facebook.com slash TheSwiftCast. We're at Instagram.com slash TheSwiftCast13. You can email us at TheSwiftCast13 at gmail.com, and this is all also on our website at SwiftCast13.com. So... I feel like it's a wild card, but what do we think Taylor will do this week? Well, I have an interesting one that is something Taylor will not do this week, but that she will do in a matter of an hour or two. (laughs) As of this recording, uh, it is Sunday night, and Calvin Harris is about to play his set at Coachella in about an hour from now. So by the time this episode is released, we'll find out if my prediction is true or false. But I'm going to predict that Taylor goes up on stage to do a song during Calvin's set. Wow, that's pretty bold. Yeah, the chances of it are probably low, but it would be cool. I think it would be her own song, and he would have some type of remix to it, and I think it would be cool. I thought you were going to go for the easy out there and say, I predict Taylor will be at Calvin's set. (laughs) Uh, Not only will she be there, she will be a part of it. I could see that. Or maybe her jumping up on stage with a couple of her friends and just having a dance party. I could see that. I think that this week she's going to get little kitty chokers and leather jackets for Meredith and Olivia. (laughs) 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 I mean, I'm kidding, but 
I don't know. I'm just going to be keeping a very close eye on what she's wearing for quite a while now. Yeah, I'm I really don't know what she'll do this week. This past week just she really surprised me with lots of things last week. So this week I don't know. I'm mostly interested to see what happens to her hair when Coachella's over. I actually I think it's going to stick, but I don't know. Mostly because she changed her Twitter icon. That makes me think it's going to stay but we'll see so we'll keep you guys posted but for now for episode 151 of swiftcast this has been ashley adam steph and ashley and we will see you next week bye see ya thanks thank you for listening to this episode of swiftcast visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com Swiftcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.